You're listening to the B&H Photography Podcast. For over 40 years, B&H has been the professional source for photography, video, audio, and more. For your favorite gear, news, and reviews, visit us at bnh.com or download the BH app to your iPhone or Android device. Now here's your host, Alan Whites. Greetings and welcome to the B&H Photography Podcast. The first photography club in the United States, the Photographic Society of Philadelphia, was founded in 1862, barely four decades after Joseph Nipsey captured the first photographs in 1826 or 1827, depending on who you ask. By the time Kodak introduced their first brownie camera in 1888, there were fewer than 10 camera or photography clubs in the entire U.S. Today, photography clubs can be found all over the world, some big and some small. Today's guests, Orlando Mendez, Norman Blake, and A.J. Bernstein, are members of the Coney Island School of Photography and Art, a loose-knit group of photo enthusiasts who share a love of a place called Coney Island. Before I start, I want to read a statement that appeared on the opening page of the then-new Coney Island School of Photography and Art Facebook group page. Here goes. This page was inspired by James Major Prince, the Prince of Coney Island, on Saturday, November 7th, 2015, during the opening reception of the Sodom by the Sea Art Exhibition. We wanted to create and build a place for those of you that are photographers and or artists to come and share your work and your images. The theme is simple. The photos and art are Coney Island-centric. You are either a Coney Islander by birth, upbringing, residency, or state of mind. This will also include those who are friends or family. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for having Truth us. Truth to be here. Okay, truth be told, my father grew up in Coney Island, a lot of family members, and I grew up not far away uh, in the Marine Park and went there plenty of times. Um, AJ, what, what's your story? First of all, none of you are professional photographers. Is that safe to assume? I've been a professional photographer for a long time and walked away from it, and now I'm mostly shooting personal project. Okay. Mostly Coney Island? Almost entirely Coney Island. And I try to get away, and it just pulls me back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Norman, what's your story? I, I was a pro, too. My story is I actually uh, am noted for my drag racing photography for uh, car magazines oh, and yeah? automotive photography. Orlando, what about yourself? What's your history with photography? Well, it, you know, I haven't really hadn't really gotten into photography until about four years ago. Okay. Um, I oh, always really? had, oh. yeah, I always had a camera. Um, you know, as, as a kid, you know, my, my first real camera when I was seventeen, I had the uh, I bought the Pentax K one thousand when it first came out. So that was my real first uh, uh, camera. Then. I've, had you know several cameras after that, but you know in between, in between just fooling around with with photography, I, I had kids, and I couldn't afford real cameras anymore because I had you know I was a single a single income household and couldn't invest in in, in decent cameras. I had cameras, but most of my photography was of my family, mm -hmm. you know my kids as they were growing up, documenting their lives, et cetera, et cetera, family gatherings. I think there's a lot of photographers out there who have their their early body of you know professional or semi professional yep. work, and then a big gap where it's just photos of the kids yep. and then they get back That's to right, it. That's right, because bit. as a teenager, I took a lot of pictures and stuff like that. But then, you know, that had those kids and I have literally thousands. It's either food or film and processing. You got to make up your mind. God, <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. I went for no kids. Yeah. <laughs> that was your answer? As, as, I, became, as I became okay. an empty nester, of course, my kids divvied up all my pictures, which were, there were thousands, literally. Um, and then, you know, all of a sudden I found myself with spare change in my pocket. Right. You know, and I said, well, okay. And, uh, you know, my... 
my cousin kind of saw that I, that I was a decent photographer with what I was doing and, and had at the time. And he said, you know what? I'm getting a new camera. Would you like my old Canon T3i? So I said, sure. Why wouldn't I want it? You know? So, you know, I bought it from him for, for a really good deal. Um, you know, and he gave me a couple of lenses with it and got back into it. Let me ask you, how, how important is having a, a club then or a group of people that are kind of like-minded to, uh, to inspire you then and get your photography it's, it's, going? It's extremely important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just getting back into looking at some of the stuff that was put up on some of the social media was inspiring for me, looking at what Norman was doing, looking at um, some of the other friends that, I, that I've made, and then, you know, coming across AJ and looking at what she was doing, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's inspired me. Um, you know, it's helped me with my style. Um, you look at it and you say, you know, well, we're a... a, a a loosely knit a group. We're actually tight because we do hang out with one another, and we we attend a lot of events at Coney Island. But at the same time, you know, I called the, the the page the Coney Island School. That's actually the second name. I changed it from its original uh, a name, uh, and the Coney Island School because the Coney Island Coney Island is school is a style. It's a movement in photography. So when you look at the people that have shot in Coney Island, you know, the the, the amusements, the people at the boardwalk, the beach, um, it's it's unique. Now, also, you you have a lot. How many members do you have now to this group? It's close to thirteen hundred at this point. It's not a small group. And what no. about professional shooters? Because I know there's a few names I recognize. There are in quite that list. a few. I you know to to count them off the top of my head, I probably say there's a couple of dozen at this point that are that are real professionals mm-hmm. or people that are skilled, uh, advanced, uh, um, uh, um, you know, uh, amateurs, mm-hmm. hobbyists, and stuff like that. And so, how often do you guys get together? Not in an informal setting, but kind of for a meeting or a group, or do you have photo walks? What's we do have. Photo walks. We organize photo walk, walk about several of them during mm-hmm. the year. But I, I think for us, it's kind of like a, a weekly gathering, mm. you know. So uh, the, the polar bears is pretty much <laughs> a, a, a center of of uh, our activities. We, we we all have shot or shoot the polar bears, but you know we became friends and we do walks on the boardwalk and there's other things to shoot. Coney Island, USA, you know, etc. Uh, starting et now, I was going to bring that up or our freak bar and everything. I just yeah. tell everybody. If you're around, stop by because 90% 90 of the time, a lot of times on the weekends and stuff, I'm around Coney Island all the time being a house photographer. AJ, you live in Coney Island also or no? I live about two miles away and I came, I lived in Los Angeles for a long time Mm -hmm. and moved back here because I inherited my dad's co-op apartment. Okay. And that started me back again. I got you. I was about to say, you're talking about uh, Coney Island being unique. You guys should, you know, kind of reach out to the people in Venice, California, because you're probably going to share a lot of some of the things that you lived here. (laughs) (laughs) I I get to see some of the... Freaks at the beach. There's my my connection right there, because a lot of the people you've seen from out there Merge come through our place somewhere along the right, way. Right. I mean, either that, even just to stop in and say hi to who's the, who the people are that are in our cast and everything like that. Gotcha. So I've I've met a lot of crazy people in, the, in my. <laughs> One of the things I've noticed about a lot of places like Coney Island and 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 the Jersey Shore and any shore centric town and location like this, just like the ocean washes up weird assortments of stuff, and you could find it you know along yep. the tide line. That's right. The same thing happens from inland because. People-wise, a lot of the weird stuff ends up gathering along the shoreline, too. It's a very interesting gathering of human beings. There's just, a lot of can't walk extremes. any further, right? You can't, yeah. That's it. You're as far as you can go. Yeah, well, it's, well it's, we're, it's, the ma- we're the magnet for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, our, my, well, Dick Ziggin, who kind of runs Coney Island USA and everything, is known as the unofficial mayor of Coney Island. 
And we, you know, and we do a thing called the Mermaid Parade every year. Sure. We put that on and stuff. Something, but something I mean, called but, the Mermaid Parade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, but that draws, even that, that's just a bunch of artsy people. Sure. And, and a, a ton of photographers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which has become a huge yeah. event at yeah, this yeah. point. Absolutely. When you look at it, it's, it's, it's our origins and what it is today. It's completely yeah. different. But by the way, you know, it seems to me that a lot of what I would thought would be landmark buildings are gone now. Gone. All gone. As we speak. All yeah. Gone. As we speak. very much and standing of what no, I remember even no. from, I mean, I, I, again, 40, 50 years ago when I was a kid going there and already then it was old. Right. But now I go back there and it's like, wow. Where, where is everything? It's like, you know, I stayed away from the neighborhood for many years because what it had become uh, crime-wise, you know, I just didn't want to go anywhere near it. Forget about bringing my kids there. But after all the years of my absence, as my dad got old and I wound up, you know, going to take care of him because he, he still lived there, um, you know, coming back and just, you know, my jaw dropped when I saw that everything was gone. You know, where, you know, Bush's baths and all, all the other bathhouses and the amusements, you know, that were yeah. burnt down and, and disappeared yeah. um so you know as as a kid i never really photo documented the uh, those historic uh, structures that are long gone at this right, point right. and you, you know, can't you go can't, into the boardwalk you, anymore that's no. right you can't, you can't. The boardwalk. that's right that's you where can't. i spent my formative years yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm serious that sneaking out of lincoln high school and yeah going under the boardwalk no more. and <laughs> no more uh, tell us about it no. <laughs> <laughs> well coney allen's had i mean obviously the history goes way back and it's had several ups and downs over yep. the many, well, yeah, many years, I, I, like you know. Orlando said there right. was a period like around late 70s early 80s where it's like yeah, it was the that's 80s. the last place you really wanted sure. to be because yeah, you never knew yeah. what was going to happen yeah. I mean it, there's still problems here and there but it's not yeah. as frequent as it was back right. in the day you know, when I was shooting back in the 70s I remember I used to go under the 4x5U camera and I look back and I say I used to stand in Coney Island with my head under a dark cloth <laughs> in the seventies, yeah. that's pretty smart. Yeah, you know? uh, but I survived. So the seventies wasn't so terrible. It was when we got into the eighties that the, the poop, you know, yeah. really hit the yeah. fan. And, yeah, and I wound up leaving in October of eighty-eight uh, with my two-year-old daughter um, to Bensonhurst, um, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, kind of a, a depressing part of my life because living by the ocean is is, is a unique uh, life. And you know, if you if you if you've ever you know went to bed in, in an oceanfront community, you hear the the waves crashing up on the beach and, and, and the bowies, and the, bowies, the yeah, bells on the, hear that. the old bowies because those bowies are gone. Oh, there's really? No, there's no more bells on those bowies now. Um, so, you know, hearing that in the middle of the night, it was kind of like, you know, soothing and it helped you to get oh, to sleep. Sure. <laughs> and the fog horns yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I lived in Bay Ridge, we're not far. That's not the Coney Island. Island. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not my no, memory of Coney Island. <laughs> but no, but you could hear, you could hear, you know. Well, I lived literally sure. across the street from the beach. Did you? Yeah, so we're talking about within feet. So on the extreme west end, three blocks from Seagate. So for me, it was, was going oh, to the beach it, yeah. wasn't it wasn't going in and, and and throwing down my stuff and getting mm -hmm. undressed uh, you know to jump in the water it was yeah. you know go with my walk across the street in my swimming trunks with my with my flip-flops with my towel mm -hmm. and 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 that was that was it yeah. for me because it was literally and 50 could feet you smell me. the grease from the nathan's when you're no, your house? Not, not at my <laughs> end oh, so you weren't back, okay yeah, right. the residential west end was completely different from from the amusement end yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure well i mean in general there's a return to the water to the beach in new york city not just coney island but rockaway and yep. you know oh, yeah. Yeah, all the places absolutely. that were kind of yeah. abandoned, if you will, for, uh, for years. Right. Yeah, yep. and that's a wonderful thing. Yep. How much of the photography that you guys see and even do 
is kind of related to this idea of the history of Coney Island or, or, or comparing what it used to be to what it is now or the ruins and things like so that. So that's a pre-conversation that we had uh, coming here because what we're actually doing uh, as, as you know, photocentric or Coney Island regular photographers is, is, is documenting the contemporary history of Coney Island, which is soon to disappear. So most people don't know that that the unique culture that that is in Coney Island, the amusement zone and everything else, the way Coney Island looks and feels today is about to disappear in the next couple of years. Just this past week or two, we lost another major structure on the boardwalk. Something it's uh, still, down, still right? under demolition. That's the Grasshorn oh. Building. That's the yeah. oldest surviving <clears throat> structure in Coney Island, which is about to disappear. That, well, is, that is correct. It's yep. more than the old that's being lost. It's what's coming in is going to completely change the nature of Coney Island and why I've been drawn there. You know, because they're putting in these hugely dense complexes that are being touted as luxury. Mm-hmm. And that the the small businesses the, the the really funky little nature of Coney Island is not going to be there anymore. Right. I right. was attracted to it because it's not homogenous. There is no Starbucks. There are no chain stores, and you you know they'll come. Yeah. Once there's that much of a an interest, an interest in that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's also something beautiful about storefronts that are done with. Fat brushes, no straight lines. <laughs> and literally, yeah. every single storefront yep. is yeah. a fresh canvas. is is actually a, a work of art. It, it's 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 bizarre it's kind, kind of, of stuff. Own. It's yeah. yeah, one of a kind. It's yep. unique and totally unrelated to its neighbors. You get a hodgepodge, and that's when I go through Coney Island now. I see that that it's all these prefab structures and neat stucco and right. There's yeah, no patina. Yep. Right. Our, our, bu- our uh, building has all the uh, uh, banners by our uh, resident artist Marie Roberts. Ah, okay. For yep. all the different yep. sideshow things and the parade and the film festival, whatever. Mm-hmm. The one whole side of our building uh, on the upper part of it is all her banners. Mm-hmm. It's all her work. Okay. Well, the flip side to some of the things you're mentioning is that you know the the amusements, at least you know the the two parks that are the, the major aspects of the amusements are are up and running in a in a pretty substantial way now. I mean. Yeah. My kids well, love to go the back price out of there. Progress. Exactly. And, you know, you mentioned Venice Beach. The big thing for me when I came back here from California is that, you know, Venice is, is, is everything. But Southern California Beach, they all look, basically look like they're auditioning for Baywatch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's really. Not on Coney Island? <laughs> no. I got to Coney Island and this big fat man, sure. you know, in his tidy yeah. whities was going for a swim yeah. and an 80-year-old woman in a bikini. And I thought, thank God. Yeah, I, it's, it's been the most unself-conscious environment. People just come here to, it, mm-hmm. to, to be who they are and do what they want to. Mm-hmm. And that will change with the luxury apartment crowd. Probably. You yeah. know, it won't be, you know, It'll still be there, but it won't be the artistic, one-of-a-kind kind of place that mm-hmm. it is now. So can we talk a bit about your individual and as a group, your photo styles? Like, well, not the styles of the photos, but how you go about it. Are you, do you guys generally just kind of get up and say, all right, I'm going for a walk? Or do you kind of find a that, project you want to work on? That's probably my, when I come home from a race or something like that, I'd be around during the week, and that's what I would do. I would actually just go out to Coney Island to kind of do something different and, and just See what there is. In fact, mm-hmm. I actually have pictures of them filming the Warriors oh, from back you? in the oh, day because wow. <laughs> I stumbled on a couple of times they were they were filming around right, out there right, and right. everything like that. And and do either of you or do any of you work on specific elements? I or do. Is, yeah, go ahead, tell me. Well, during the winter, mm-hmm. every Sunday is Polar Bear Sunday. I've right. missed one this entire winter. Okay. And my goal with I so my style is street shooting at the beach, mm-hmm. people, and 
I follow the polar bears, and I'm just really trying to capture what the unique experience of people who think mm. it's a good idea to go swimming in the winter when uh -huh, the water's uh -huh. 30 degrees. Right. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I guess you need a little, a little better padding than I've got. Yeah. <laughs> I tried it. Tried it wasn't it. a good thing. I'm no. out there, too, but I, I'm content to watch. Yeah. Yeah. How many people do they actually have in going in on average Sunday? Well, it's, it tends to be about 100 really? on a good day. Yeah, oh, yeah, the club has yeah. really grown. Um, and, and the colder, the better? Actually, the colder, you know, the, the better. Best, yeah. The yeah. best day is a snow day. Mm. I mean, that's yep. the, the pinnacle of a... Uh, Especially for a photographer, the, right? Yeah. Well, for them. Yeah. No, for, for the them. polar bears. Yeah. Yeah. If it's yeah. during yeah. the week or something, sure. whoever doesn't have a regular job or can get time out of their regular job, snow days. they'll need a, snow, yeah. uh, on a day it's snowing. They, they, they try it. to go out and yeah. swim. They, they, love they love it when the uh, blizzard is forecast. They're jumping up and down. And Orlando, what kind of stuff do you do with photography? Well, you know, for me, photography in Coney Island and photography in general is part of my lifestyle at this point. I, you know, very rarely walk out of the house with without a camera. So, you know, but because I'm an independent and what I do for a living, I had there are days that I'm that, that don't have any work. Um, so, you know, I grab my camera and, and I walk around and it's not always all Coney Island. Most of my stuff is Coney Island, but I do a lot of other Brooklyn uh, stuff. You know, the, the, the shorefront, uh, uh, the Bay Ridge Pro Promenade is one of my favorite places. Um, you've got the Botanic Garden over on uh, by Shore Road, the Narrows Botanical Gardens, um, which is a beautiful place. Um, but I, I like I like street photography and my style of Coney Island photography yeah. is, is street photography for Coney Island. Um, the characters that you come across, the colors that you come across, the personalities, uh, the cultures, the diversity of cultures so, and the clothing styles. So you walk up onto the boardwalk and you get all of these different cultures that have, you know, brought their foreign foreign uh, uh, fashions with them. Mm -hmm. So you'll you'll see these old Russian women with their fur coats up on the boardwalk, you know, and, <laughs> and their the, 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 uh, kerchiefs over their heads and stuff like that. Um, and then you see the Asians and everything mm -hmm. else in between. Right. And then you go to the far end and it's all Russian. It's oh, all the yeah. Russian part, yeah. 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 Which is a whole yeah. other world. The eastern, yeah. the right. eastern end, the Brighton Beach yeah. end, the Manhattan mm -hmm. Beach end is mostly uh, Eastern Europeans. Right. So we call them Russians, but, you know, amongst the it's Russians the is the former Russian re republics so former Soviet republics, and so there's a lot more there than 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 you think. And there are quite a few <laughs> Russian polar bears this oh, yeah. season. Oh yeah, my favorite yeah. couple are Russian. They're uh -huh. just wonderful. Are there folks in the group that are kind of taking on? Like a specific project of documenting the buildings that are that will may long may no longer Actually, be we, there. We all kind of we, we all, all kind of do that along capture, the way. Yeah, yeah. Capture, I mean, I've done yes. that. I like. Our building's landmark. Now, I, well, I have to shoot it constantly for us for for advertising right. things like that. But when we know something is about to mm -hmm. disappear, be, you know, yeah. be mm. done or, or gotten rid of, we've all yeah. kind of just in our own way. Can you talk a little bit about again? Maybe dig in a little deeper about what it is that you like to shoot about Coney Island, other than just the street photography and the things you come across. Have you, after a while? I mean, I love street photography, but after a while. You need to kind of, I feel the need to kind of take on a project or something kind of to narrow it down so that I can focus what I want to do. Well, and, got, and do you do that over time? Have you picked up like a certain element of the street you know or Coney Island? Think yeah. About it? Yeah. I'm involved with Coney Island USA, which is all sideshow performing. We do, we've been the forefront of the burlesque, uh, the neo burlesque right. uh, community, right. of which I followed around from outside of the, uh, Coney Island. That's I mean, pretty important shoot, to document that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I've, I've been one of the key people here in New York that has been doing that, and would, would you guys consider yourselves documentarians? I mean, is that kind uh, of... Yeah, more, I, I yeah. definitely am yeah. a documentarian-style yeah. photographer. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd call myself that, mm -hmm. but I'm... I'm trying to experience the feeling tone of being in Coney Island through the people. Yeah. 
and the and the kind the different kind of activity and the different kind of expression and the different kind of energy that people. So when you're shooting people out there, do you engage? Are you the type of photographer that likes to speak with people and ask them to? Are they more portraits or are they? Uh, again, street photography, you're catching on the sly. It's 50-50 for okay. me because yeah. there are times when I don't want to approach people. I mm-hmm. don't want to influence what's going on. Right. And other times I do engage. And I've actually discovered that a lot of people really like the fact that you paid them attention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Contrary to other places where I've been. Well, where, you get you a little know, of that. Coney Island's a little bit of going to show yourself off too. You get people who are there oh, for absolutely. that reason. Oh, yeah, 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 especially, yeah. well, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you know, the mermaid parade, it's yeah. hard to stop them from posing yeah. Yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> there are a lot of European tourists my, my in Coney Island, gay. more than yeah. you would imagine. Yeah. And, you know, they really enjoy it. I've emailed photos to people in France right. and Germany. So yeah. it's actually a nice... Right. I know personally, I tend to not like engaging people in the streets, but Coney Island, I've never had a problem with that. Uh, it seems that if you're there, the salt air already softened you up a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, absolutely. I don't know what well, it is, but it's a different it's a different environment. I occasionally there. have people that get a little bit hostile uh, towards you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, occasionally, <laughs> do you guys hold like re- criticism sessions, crit sessions? Do you get together and like kind of review each other's work and well, talk we about where you go? Well, we pick on each other. Well, yeah. we, uh, no, we, no, we are, honestly, we. Mm-hmm. It, on Facebook, I mean, we won't do it out in the public. I, like, I'll private message somebody and say, you know, okay, you could have tried this or did that or something like that. Are, are there anybody or is there any photographer who is kind of looking off the boardwalk at, at the communities and 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 kind of the nature of life in yeah, Coney Island as well? That would be me. That would be yeah. you? That would okay. be Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I do all the different things in Coney Island, not just the amusement zone, the boardwalk, the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Coney Island has a, another pretty much unknown beach on the north end that's called uh, the Coney Island Creek Beach. Uh, that's the northern beach that wraps around from uh, Kaiser Park to into Seagate. And that is an extremely beautiful place to take pictures um, because of the views of, of the Verrazano Bridge, Gravesend Bay, the maritime traffic coming and going. The yellow submarine. The yellow submarine. The, submarine, yeah. the yellow submarine. Uh, that's right. And then there's the wildlife on the northern end of the creek, um, which I, I, I go over to uh, the Vauxhall Park uh, to take pictures of, of the, the geese, the ducks. How accessible is it? Because, you know, I've driven by there zillions of times. Again, I grew up not far from there. I've never gone there at It's all. a Vauxhall Park and to the side. Fields and stuff. Never. Like. That that's accessible through Shore Parkway, uh, through Shore Road. Um, so if you go from Caesar's Bay, yeah, um, and you drive down the the service road, um, you'll come just before you come over to Coney Island. There'll be an entrance into the the ball fields. So there's okay. actually two parking lots in there, and you you pull in there, and uh, it's a wonderful place. And, I've and never you been see, there. You have you have um, uh, different types of uh, of uh, birds, and you have osprey. You have uh, you, and have, do you have a lot of you have also wildlife and nature photographers that are part of the group. Yeah, and yeah. You see, well, uh, I guess people that do uh, uh, do it upon occasion, not people that are nature photographers per se. No, but people yeah. who do more landscape yeah, at the beach than people. Stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There yeah. are definitely yeah. not people photographers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There must be somebody doing back streets of Coney Island. I know mm-hmm. everybody I know, we're, we, we're really all on the front of it. Right. But right. I've thought right. of that, and I actually do. get nervous about it. Uh-huh. I've thought about that, too. And also, again, yeah, it depends where you are. And it seems there's a lot of construction going on there. I was there about a month yeah. ago, and yep. it seems like half the, the streets it, are just Well, they ripped, ripped up Surf Avenue. It's yeah. yeah. joy. The whole island is under construction at this point because the infrastructure, the, the, those sewer uh, and water mains mm-hmm. that are being replaced uh, and put in place for all of these uh, tall buildings that are coming into uh, Coney Island. Yeah, just something I was curious about. Um, Hurricane Sandy was pretty catastrophic yeah. there. Yeah. Um, it was to our building. 
Uh, I'm sure of that. Yep. And I saw pictures of like Nathan's, they were just shoveling sand out of the place. Yep. Yep. Um, is it pretty much recovered at this point and how has it changed? I know like- Never for, really co- recovered 100%, no. Okay. No. In what uh, way? The, 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 dollar, the amount of dollars that were really needed to, to to fix up some of the things that were damaged, some of the damage that was went unrepaired, it's still there. So you look at some of the community uh, spaces in Coney Island, so some of the community centers um, that had significant damage, mold damage and stuff that, you know, spaces they couldn't go back in because of the mold that was never, um, you know, corrected. Um, you look at some of the retail spaces that were never repaired on Mermaid Avenue. Um, you know, it took it took literally years after. I mean, there were immediately following uh, uh, Sandy. I, I wasn't I wasn't there for the event. Actually, I actually evacuated my dad from his apartment uh, and brought him back to the Poconos where I lived for a couple of years. Um, he was he was pretty hard headed about it, didn't mm-hmm. want to leave. But anyway, I came back two weeks later. Um, to look at the damage and the the sand and 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 the lines of people, uh, you know, with the Red Cross and all sure. the other the, the yeah, food the, the, yeah. the, the food uh, trucks that were coming up to feed the people. And um, did have was that documented by someone in your group? I, I hope. I, or I did some. People, I, 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 I have some photographs yeah. of, of the damage afterwards. I, I that, that I that I did take. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was a depressing scene. What about archiving the material? Like, I mean, is everybody kind of on their own doing their own storage yeah. and taking care of it? Yeah, because one day, much. I mean, I, I imagine it would be well worth it to at least get a handful of people together and put together some kind it of archive is, it, or it, document. Good luck with my drives. Yeah, well, try, <laughs> no, and try. my film. I, I, yeah. Like I said, I was just telling them, I'm going to finally maybe, no, no, I don't have my real job to worry about right now. Uh, I may go back and finally start scanning. I've got stuff from the 70s and sure. that. The only reason I like scan my warrior stuff and everything, I remembered off the top of my head. I have stuff I probably haven't looked at for 20, 30 I years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all do. You know, I also think day. we're all kind of loners there in a way. Yeah. Not loners, but not groupthink mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. think all the photographers, we get together. There's a commonality to the experience. You know, during the summer, I can't walk down the boardwalk without running into somebody. Right. But I think we're all working our individual patches. Yeah. We do our individual things. Um, you know, and, and the, I, more recently, again, I mentioned before, I was trying to organize a, a, a show uh, and, and, and also mm-hmm. a showing, uh, viewing of Last Stop Coney Island, which just didn't happen. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, what I, what I like to say when, when I'm asked about what happened to that, I say, have you ever tried to organize photographers? I said, because we're trying like to organize photographers. We're like herd cats. cats. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so I've got a second show actually that 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 I I'm putting on um, at um, the historic church in, in uh, uh, Bensonhurst. It's called uh, the uh, Dutch Reformed Church mm-hmm. they, uh, on 18th Avenue, and um, so they do uh, public things. They have uh, some spaces that they do, um, you know, free shows and stuff like that. And they want me to do a, a photography show of my work in Coney Island, et cetera, et cetera. And I try to organize a couple of photographers to do that. And again. Norman's, cats. Norman's going to lend me some of his stuff. I'm not sure if he's going to show up. I like to show some of his stuff because it's pretty unique, and I like AJ to contribute to it. And that's about a month and a half away. Um, so, oh, you know, really? It's, it's going to be an afternoon. <laughs> it's it's going to be an afternoon uh, a show um, making prints. It's going to be it's going to be a part of the open house for the churches across the country, and the church is a historic space. Uh, it's one of the oldest churches in, in, in Brooklyn, if not the country itself, um, and. And um, so what, I, I, what I'm doing and what I'm going to call the show is the history of Coney Island and photography, mm-hmm. because photography goes back to the 1800s in mm-hmm. Coney Island, some of the earlier shots. Sure. Back Coney to the, started about that same that's time right. also. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, that's right. Yeah. So photography uh, and Coney Island are pretty much, uh, you know, uh, uh, an ageless kind of a, 
a joint thing. All right, we're going to take a short break and come back with more from the Coney Island School of Photography and Art. Stay tuned. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the B&H Photography Podcast. Send us a tweet at bhphotovideo, hashtag bhphotopodcast. All right, we are back. Uh, let's talk about gear. What kind of cameras, uh, lenses are you guys using? Well, I have, I have Nikon equipment. The, okay. the digital cameras I have right now is a, a D300, D300S, and two uh, D7100s, which I actually use now. And uh, everything from a 10.5 fisheye up to a 70 to 200 to 8. What, what well, lens do you tend to use the most? My, What's your go-to lens? My, my go-to lens, unlike these guys from walking around, I yeah. go with my 70 to 200 mm. walking around a lot. Okay. That's what they, they bust on me all the time because I've Hardly. got crap hanging around. It's kind of <laughs> actually, it's my, actually, you it's want my, to card all that stuff? My, go my it. seven, but it's a 70 to 200 and my, uh, my 24 to 70. Okay. Well, those right. are, that, that's like a two-lens setup. Yeah, that if you I got walk everything out covered. The door, sure. And that's mm -hmm. it, yeah. But some okay. of the stuff that he's done with his Tokina wide-angle lens uh, is pretty pretty unique the stuff. I have the 11 to 20 Tokina Okay, so it's a, a wide zoom. And then I have a the 10.5 fisheye, which, ah, okay. I, which I love, because mm -hmm. uh, the crop bodies, uh, all the bodies Andrew? I have a crop. Well, I'm almost embarrassed to talk about my equipment, but I started okay. with mm -hmm. the iPhone, uh -huh. and then I went from there to the... It's all too heavy. Yeah, point and shoot. <laughs> and then I, I graduated to a Canon EOS 760D D uh -huh. and crop sensor. Right. And my my lens, I'm using the kit lens. I'm yeah. using the 18 to 135 because I'm either, you know, when I'm on the beach with the polar bears, everything's happening in a nanosecond. You don't have a lot of time. Sure. They march to the sea and then they go in the sea. And, then they, and I'm either at 18 or 135, occasionally sort of between Somewhere 35 between. and 50. So as I'm shopping right now, uh -huh. I want full-frame sensor. I'm yeah. not sure if I want mirrorless or want to stick with DSLR. But I know what am I going to do for lens, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, because not all the lenses give me that kind of range. Do you ever consider one of the tough cameras, one of the point-and-shoot tough cameras that you can take in the water with you? I have the got an Olympus like TG5, and I'm yeah. significantly disappointed with it. Oh, interesting. Really? Okay. It okay. is only, I believe, 11 or 12 megapixels, uh -huh. and it doesn't have the kind of control I'm used to. I right. like to shoot an aperture priority. Mm -hmm. That's just me, and take sure. it from there. You can't do that. You have to... I finally learned how you can change your ISO on it, and that's about as much control. You know, And... I, the thing I love about it is is the fisheye lens. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a add on lens that's remarkable. It, yeah. it gives me this great wide angle without distorting the people. And you're, I you're, you're welcome. <laughs> I love it. No, I've taken that in the water. I mean, yeah. That's been the dilemma for me. Also, is that I, you know I actually do get in the water with the bears yeah. or other times, mm -hmm. and it just it's not it doesn't produce. Files that I can print well. Okay, well, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Orlando, what do you? Tend to shoot I'm with? currently shooting with an 80D, Canon 80D. Uh -huh. um, my main lens, um, my workhorse is is the newer lens that I just bought back in November, which is a Sigma, mm -hmm. Sigma 18 to 300, oh, great. Which, which I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why I use that is because of the ranges that I shoot at. So shooting at on the creek and trying to get some of the wildlife and some of the harbor mm -hmm. scenes and stuff like that. But I also live on the 13th story of an apartment building looking out over the Raritan Bay. Mm -hmm. So I get, you know, Jersey, New Jersey right in front of me, but I get all the maritime traffic and very often wow. I get the cruise ships that come and go. So I like to, you know, 
get out to my terrace and shoot some of that traffic that, that comes and goes. Well, you and must have a great view. I do. I have, I have a million-dollar view that's about to go down to about 90, $0.99 cents view <laughs> once, they, once, they, once they build the apartment <laughs> building in front of the vacant geez. lots in front of me. Yeah. Does yeah. everybody mix it up with black and white and color, or do you tend to stick with color? Oh, yeah. I question. started out – I did my career is probably noted in the racing and everything for black and white because mm -hmm. I did my own and, and everything like that, and it was, it was a heck of a lot easier. Yeah. So it's, it's like I've shot more color now – Doing the digital stuff than sure. I have. In fact, it's once in a while I'll do a black and white shot here and there just to play around. These right. guys, they do. He does a whole lot of black and white. Yeah. I know. I do a small amount of it, and mm -hmm. it's funny because I used to prefer black and white for any kind of street shooting. And I've tried looking at Coney Island through a black and white mentality, and to me, it's color. Interesting. Yeah, I can see it's that. It's just really I color. Totally it's see. such a vibrant place that I feel like there. There are a couple of photographers. Orlando does very nice black mm -hmm. and white, but there's some people that. That it just seems dour to me. It, right. it just misses the feeling of life Fair there. Enough. What about nighttime? Because obviously there's a lot oh, of light color, at night. Oh, color, so. color, color, yeah. Yeah. color, yeah. color. Yeah. color. Yeah. The nighttime stuff night. is color. Yeah, oh, color. yeah. 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 The yeah. lights in motion and stuff like yeah. that, and yeah, the, the amusements in Luna Park. Sure, the, the, sure. All the lights in that particular yeah. place has got to be in color. This is kind and of like, a side note, but we had we had Stephen Wilkes on our show, who's a pretty uh, you know legendary photographer right now, and he did this incredible series of uh, day to night, twenty four hour exposures. Oh, I've seen And one of them at Coney Island. I saw that. I saw that, yeah, yeah I saw yeah, that. Yeah. So, but well, you look at some of the classic photos that were done in black and white back mm -hmm. in the day in Coney Island. Harold Feinstein. Harold Feinstein was famous for some of the stuff that he mm -hmm. did um, where you say, you know, black and white does work at the amusements because it's yeah. been proven. It was done in the past. But yeah. that was a more subdued yeah. era. Yeah. It was when you really think about, when you look at the subject matter yeah. of his photos, it, it, it really lends itself better to black and white. It is not anywhere near as as brazen as things are today. I Just am. the way that people are dressed, kind of, the mm -hmm. way they relate to being on the beach, people who are dressed up on the boardwalk. It's really of its time. Yeah, but also at that time, the way a lot of those people were, was considered to be brazen as well because Coney Island was never known as being a conservative bastion. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, so even what we look back now as being quaint, I mean, you know, there was a time when a bikini was revolutionary. Keep that in mind. Sodom by the sea, as what it was known as, uh, you know, and there were people that despised it. And you look at Robert Moses, and the, and the reason why Coney Island declined was was pre 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 preliminarily because of Robert Moses. He mm -hmm. wanted he wanted it destroyed, yeah. and for the most part, he, he succeeded. Did yeah. a good job. Yeah, he did a pretty damn good job. He did it. And also yeah. in those days, there were you get to see some of the older photos from that era, the yeah. bodybuilding contests. There were a lot more racy contests. Mm -hmm. You know, women beauty bathing suit contests. So oh yeah, the sideshows. <laughs> the yeah. yeah. sideshows. Yeah. Well, I've, I've had a privilege that uh, seeing a little more modern age, like from the I think late '80s into the '90s, and that I kind of ran around with. And I also worked with a photographer named Andy Levin from here in, in New York, and uh, he's sitting on a great body of work that I keep pushing him that he should be doing a book. But his his stuff sporadically shows up, has shown up in. Uh, some of the photo magazines and everything like that. He's, he's a great photojournalist, mm -hmm. worked for Black Star and things like that. Oh, back sure, in the he, Black Star. Yeah, yeah. but he was one of their, their main shooters back in the day. And are there anybody in your group that's shooting medium format or goes out there with a view camera and sets up and does different kinds of things? That you know, no, yeah. My, no. my, my stuff is also fast. Like AJ said, I'm the one that I'm the one who likes fast paced stuff. I'm I'm not big for okay, hold this, do that, and do that. I'm the one who wants to see it going by me and, and shoot. I'm the one that's always telling these guys, you gotta walk with your camera ready to go. 
I mean, you literally have to, and I've literally gotten shots where I've had enough time just to pick the camera up, put it to my eye to, to get the shot off. You know, every now and again, some random person shows up yep. on the beach, on the beach yeah. Yeah. for the for the polar bears. Just sets up a screen and you know. sets up a screen <laughs> and has a light and has a big camera, and 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 then they disappear and we never see the right. photos. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, actually, one, so one maybe of, they didn't have film. One of the polar bears has actually done a lot of nice stuff. Her name is Robbie, Robbie, Ro Ro Robbie Robert, and Robbie Bailey, a husband and yep. wife team. There is a photographer that did uh, quite a bit of work uh, with the the carnies, the people that. That work at the concessions. That that was a Hazel Hankin, mm -hmm. which put together a, a book about about carny life. You know, when you have groups that you might want to call amateur groups, the editing is is problematic. You kind of need that other set of eyes to come in and say, "Hey, you have a couple good photos, but not three hundred. You know, there's one person in in, in the um, Coney Island School of Photography that does that. Will go out and shoot fifty photos, and all of a sudden dumps them one at a time without any post editing what, whatsoever. And I kind of cringe when I look at them, and I say, "Gee, this really doesn't belong here." If you're proud of your stuff, you know, take a look at it. You know, work on it before you put it out there for, for people to look at, because it's just going to say. Bottom line is, yeah. you can only wear two socks at a time. <laughs> Don't put on fifteen. Well, not yeah. only that, I'm not going to look through three hundred and twenty <laughs> right. photos, yeah. and That's I really right. like to see. You know, you asked earlier if people criticize each other and in fact we're all pretty supportive I think. Well I mean criticism can be very positive well, too. But this good yeah. Part, yeah. Constructive we criticism all is great. take but interest that's in each other's group, work right. and when you dump 320 photos I've tried I can't look through them no. all yep. no. so it discourages fair. anybody from getting interested. It also weakens your work it very much work, so. Absolutely. Ha you commoditize on your work when you put it out there in that format. Yep. You know, I, you I try not to put more than four, five, six pictures out in, in an album. Oh, and I, I, do I call that, that an album. Okay. I, I will edit. I will organize an album after I've posted my pictures. Um, but very often, I don't. I don't put an album out. Well, there. Well, you're one of the lighter posters. These you days, really because are. I got pretty busy with other stuff oh. in life, um, but you know, I post when I'm on the road with work, um, with, which which I was in November when I was out in Texas. You know, I put I put a lot of pictures out of the Texas towns that I were in. You know, a little town called Yoakum, Texas, and people say, "Well, what the heck is Yoakum, Texas? Uh, it's population what three thousand? Well, those were great. Uh, that's yeah. a lot of Yoakum. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of Yoakum. Yeah. <laughs> those are good shots. It's a typical oil town, a cowboy oil town, um, and I loved, I loved taking pictures. And most of that stuff was black and white. Yeah. So, I've yeah. been guilty of putting up a couple of albums lately. <laughs> well, yeah, but you barely you know, ever do either, yeah, Norman. Right. I look forward to seeing what you put mm. up. Yeah. Mm. And have you guys had to put restrictions on people or when it comes to I, the, the I, pages that you've produced? Yeah, I've put yeah. restrictions. And I, yeah. I, 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 I admin probably mm -hmm. eight different Facebook pages. Most okay. of them are Coney Island. Right. But the Coney Island School is one of them. And I've begun to put restrictions on the type of photos that people put up. It's either you took the picture yourself or it's a family picture. Mm -hmm. Always give photo credit. I never post a classic uh, photo without knowing what photographer did it. Right. Don't, don't, don't ever not give a photographer credit and don't ever don't ever put a, a photo on the page and say photographer unknown. That's, that's not, that's not permitted. Do that's you fantastic. ever, no. do you ever stop people because the quality is poor? I, I'll look at the stuff and I, that's, that's kinda, tough. Kinda that's a rough one. It's, 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 it is well, a rough one. Well, I mean, one. unedited and rough and because not. We, 
We yeah. have an audience and, and, you, and people that enjoy seeing the stuff and occasionally somebody will throw a picture out there and I, we cringe, you know. Yeah. But that's a conversation that I have to have with the co-admins of the page and say, hey, you know, this is the, the group has grown to almost 1,300. We need a little more control on the quality of the and, stuff that's being posted. And can anyone join? I mean, Anyone can join. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone can join. Um, anyone can post at this point. But, you know, looking at reeling that in a little bit yeah. and saying, you know, people that are shooting the tasteful, uh, you know, posting tasteful pictures, stuff that's not, uh, you know, mm-hmm. substandard. Right. You know, right, right, right. What, what is our standard? What sure. We have to determine what our standard <laughs> is. By the way, I think a little, a little, a little guide that. for you might be a good idea to do all your editing on the boardwalk because, you know, they got those slats <laughs> in between them. Yeah. Stuff falls through that. You know, it's like, gee, I saw it earlier, but I must have fallen between the slats. So you might want to just consider that. Yeah. <laughs> so can I ask have, getting back to kind of where we started with the idea of uh, of a group, have can you talk about maybe what you've learned from working with other photographers or how your work has changed from the interaction of the group? Or is it more about, I don't know, camaraderie and, and, and just, you know, kind of support? The, and, and the, camar- the yeah. camaraderie thing for me, actually, out of that stuff, because I wander around by my... I, in fact, I tend, when I do it, I sometimes I just get... Totally focused. In fact, these guys have run into me a couple of times. I'll be in the middle of shooting something. And I, I, they'll be yelling at me. From like, you, you're in the zone. You're just out in the, the zone. zone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know how many times they've done that yeah. to me. Or they'll come running up and they'll finally just poke me to, to get my attention. That means something. you're committed to what you're doing. Uh, but at, at times yeah. I do. But then there's other times like lately they actually saw me it's a few times. I've been walking around and I don't have to take the camera with me. Right. I've not had a camera. He looks like he's naked. I'm just wandering around. Another guy wandering around Coney Island. Do you just go like this with your hands as you walk around? <laughs> yeah. oh, no, but, no, but I'll, I'll end up walk, we'll end up walking by something. It's like, gee, I wish I had my camera. I mean, right now, yeah. it's like. <laughs> and occasionally I walk out, out out there also and want to take my camera. They'll look at me. It's like, where the hell's your camera? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel yeah. like bringing it today. Sure. You know, you know I've never known so many photographers at one time. Different stages of my life and my career. It was always very competitive. Mm-hmm. I had like a few photographer friends, but it was never a group. Right. The, this is the most photographers I've ever known. And has it helped your photography? Well, you know what I like? I like that there are usually four or five of us out there doing a polar bear Sunday, for instance. Mm-hmm. And it really helps me, not helps me, but to see the different way everybody perceives the same thing Absolutely. has really opened my eyes to there's a different way to see it. You know, yeah. I guess I have grown yeah. from watching the way other people see. Now, if, if people want to see your photographs, AJ, where can people see your work? Um, on my website is the Coney Island Project. It's at ajbernsteinphotos.com. Mm-hmm. And it's all, it's got the polar bears, the mermaid parade, the beach, the boardwalk. I was walk. flipping through it yesterday, and it's a great site. Thank you. It's very, very, Thank very you. good. Thank you. Yeah, okay. you could just watch the, uh, the homepage slideshow, and it tells you about Coney Island. Mm-hmm. Okay. Norm, well, my, my stuff, basically, I don't really have a website, but I have a, a Flickr page. I think I'm pretty sure it's still under my just my <laughs> name, Norman Blake. My Facebook page is Norman Blake. And then uh, if you follow anything that uh, Coney Island USA kind of sponsors on Facebook and everything like that, uh, are a lot of the photos in, within that is all mine through the Coney Island USA organization. And you also... And, and the Mermaid Parade, st- a lot of the Mermaid Parade stuff online is mine because I'm 
basically, quote unquote, the official photographer for the mm -hmm. parade. Yeah. <laughs> and you also post stuff to the paparazzi page as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm around all the yep. basic Coney Island pages I, I contribute to. Yep. And Orlando, what about you? <laughs> so, uh, most of my stuff, uh, the Coney Island stuff that I shoot, uh, goes on to the Coney Island School uh, Facebook page. I do have a personal photography page. It's called uh, Photographs by Orlando Mendez. Most of my other stuff that I do outside of Coney Island gets posted there. So, my Bensonhurst uh, 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 photos, my stuff that I do. Uh, along the waterfront um, the stuff that I do when I travel um, go, gets posted on that page itself okay uh, want to thank each of you for being here today and I think one of the nice takeaways is that photography is not only about high end paying jobs it's about going out and having fun with the camera and enjoying absolutely. the art of photography absolutely yeah. oh without question it's therapeutic yeah. my, my, my <laughs> whole thing has just been the love of it because I've had a camera in my hand since I'm 8 years old and I'm 64 now <laughs> cool okay. that's most it. of his life that's it that's what it's about yeah, that's right now I, you know as strange as it may seem there are still a few listeners out there who are not subscribers to our show if you or somebody dear to you is not a subscriber to the B&H Photography Podcast send them over to Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher Overcast, or Spotify and sign up. It's cost-free, guilt-free, and gluten-free. How can you go wrong? <laughs> and do keep in mind, you can always find us on the B&H Explorer website and the B&H Photography Podcast Facebook group page, which is growing every day. And tell them Al sent you. For now, on behalf of Jason, John, and myself, thank you so much for tuning in today.